This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Good morning, one and all. It is time for THN Cover to Cover. It's been a little bit. We're back. Took a little break there. Sorry about that. But we have returned. And we've got all manner of stuff to talk about. And here's how we do it. You call us at 402-819. The hearts are coming in hard and heavy. 4894. And uh, you can be on the show live. Or you can chat with us in our uh, Facebook chat where we broadcast this live every Saturday from 11 to noon. We are happy to have yous here's and to get our uh, conversation started today. Joe Patrick, can you please reset our stupid question of the week? Heck yeah, I can. This week's question was submitted by Patrick Kavanaugh via Facebook. Watchmen knocked it out of the park with its music cues, picking just the right song for the right moment. What do you think is the best music cue in a, in a film or television program. Sure. Uh, now, of course, we are not necessarily asking you to pick your favorite song. Yeah, or soundtrack. Off of a soundtrack or yeah. a score. But the best use of music in a particular cinematic moment. No, that said, if there is a part of the soundtrack where it welled up, you know, and Indiana Jones turns around and looks at you and you're like, God, yeah, he's sexy. Like, yeah, that's yeah, fine. But, you know. but don't say, yeah, my favorite song off of uh, the Jaws. Avengers soundtrack I like is, Jaws. Uh, <laughs> And the shark. I, I really like, like that song in <laughs> Avengers where they're riding in the back of the truck to find Thor. <laughs> that was good, though. It's, I mean, it's, it's good music. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, that was cool, man. <laughs> so we got all manner of stuff to talk about. The phone line is open 402-819-4894. Call us. Do it now. Uh, now Do it right friggin' now. The only thing is, is that I can't, uh, I guess I could open Gmail. Why can't you open Gmail? That's what I just said. Oh. Normally I have my phone so that I can check for incoming. Oh, yeah. We'll just look um, around. I'll just open the, I'll just open the we'll mail. Just look at their face. Um, now, if you went to Facebook this week, we have, uh, we put up like an event for a cover to cover every week, and I routinely change the picture. And if you go there and look right now, there is a picture <laughs> of John Romita Jr. drawing what I can only assume is Gorilla Grodd. They call him Grodd. It's Gorilla Grodd. It's supposed <laughs> to be Gorilla Grodd. What is happening? I don't know. John Ramita Jr. I don't know. Why is it that sometimes, and this is not, I'm not saying let's bag on John Ramita Jr., but I have questions because there's days where I look at his art and go, fuck yeah, John Ramita Jr. That is so cool. You're a legend. Man. What a talented guy. No, I will. I and will. Then there's books like this. Yes. Uh, like laughably I will, bad. I will give him some credit by saying that the inking is at least half the problem. Now, time. Out. I don't like his work inked by Claus Jansen. I, I don't. I agree. But let's talk about that for a second. The inking. OK. Fine. Claus Jansen did not draw that skunk ape. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Claus Jansen did not right. draw the furry juggernaut. He helmet. did not get a piece. He did not get a piece of penciled art. No. And go, that's not a gorilla. Yeah. This is a well, gorilla. Let me help you with your gorilla anatomy here. <laughs> it's so bad. The book is very good. And I understand why anyone would want to work with a legend like John Romita Jr. Sure. A legend. Yeah, yeah. 
this is bad. It's an ugly, ugly looking comic Do you think, and, and I'm going to go beyond that because it's not just like the guy can't draw gorillas. Everything in this looks bad. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> Superman looks bad. It's, it's not good. You should be able to draw Superman by now. Again, I think the inking is a, a large part of how it looks. Um, I will give you Klaus Jansen inks him too heavy. Definitely well, and does. also it's not, John Romita Jr.'s art is best when it is slick and yes, um, tight. And tight, yes. This is just super loose, Oof. like unclosed loops. Like it's, yeah. it's, yeah. I don't like it. Like maybe they were in a hurry. It all, his art always looks like that when Jansen inks him. I don't always, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Because if you look at Superman Year One, that book is crisp and clear, it's beautiful. Yeah, and from then it's and just a question of whether or not you like his style. Yeah, and that's not even that last year we're talking about. Yeah, you know, and it looks really, really good. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I don't. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't get it. I don't either. And I don't know if every once in a while Ramita Junior is like, you know what? I'm gonna do that other thing that I do, and everybody goes, which is be terrible. <laughs> Great, John. <laughs> oh, good. We were hoping you would say that, and then they have the conversation about who's gonna talk to him. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and you can't because the guy's a legend. You know? Right. It's like coming to the Oval Office and being like, actually, Mr. Trump, those aren't your approval numbers. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody wants to do that. You're gonna get let's yelled not, at. Let's not compare John Romita Jr. to Donald Trump, okay? No, 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 no. Uh, Jimmy Randall is joining us live from Australia. It is the middle of the night there. I can only assume. Yeah, this guy. I mean, he probably just set the controller down for five minutes to be like, "Well, I should call me blokes." Or I, that was terrible. That's not <laughs> no. Uh, it is four o'clock in the morning in Australia. Wow. Tomorrow, uh, depending too. on where you are, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sunday. Uh oh, man. Australia's got like four time zones. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. It is pretty big. It's gigantic. It's like it's bigger it's, than the United it, States. No, it fits within the United States. No, you're wrong. No, I'm not it's wrong. It's like three and a half United Stateses. No. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no. no. Uh, right after this, we are going to go see the new, the new Birds of Prey movie. I'm excited. And if you have seen the Birds of Prey movie, I'd love to hear from you. No spoilers. No spoilers. But I'd love to hear from you, see what you have to say about it. So we could talk about that. But again, play cool. Not everybody's seen it yet. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? Kitty got a catch. Good morning, JD. How are you today, sir? Good. Good. More importantly, what shall we rap about? Ooh, uh, well, start with the answer of the week. And then I wanted to talk some Marvel cinematic news. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so first of all, answer of the week. I, I had to think long and hard about this one. And it's not, I guess. It's Let's keep it PG. Really okay. A, it's family show. You pervert. Okay. Jesus. It's not really a, a traditional geek movie, but it is kind of a horror suspense thriller, but uh, just a musical cue in a film. John Goodman singing Time is on Your Side to Denzel Washington is one of the creepiest things ever. Oh, yeah, that's in... Um, what movie? It's in that Fallen. movie where... Yeah, yeah, where there's a, like a, a ghost possessing... Uh, the ghost of like a serial killer possessing yeah. people. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That I, is a yeah. good one. I thought about that every time I heard that song for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I haven't seen that movie forever. I would like to watch that and see if it still holds up because I have a memory of that movie Denzel, being baby. legit scary. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like a mom. Yeah. It's not like... No, but like psychological. Thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, especially that scene when John Goodman, because, I mean, he they had like gone to... They had taken steps to like move out to the remote cabin to stay away from people to avoid any kind of potential because the whole thing with the with the possession thing was it was based on touch yeah 
you know, he had to be. Okay, I remember yeah, yeah. he had to, like, yeah. brush up against people. Because I remember Denzel, like, chasing the dude down the street, and he goes into a crowd, and then all of a sudden, like, he looks at a dude past him that, like, kind of smiles at him. He's like, was that the, was that him? Did he switch? Or whatever? Yeah. yeah, I totally remember that now. Okay. Yeah. I want to watch yeah. that again. I have so much shit I need yeah, to revisit. It's not even funny, though. It was just, it was just an interesting, uh, you know, use of that song to be the cue for when someone turned. Yeah. You know, it was kind of a, a neat, you know, effect. And then that, that last bit when, you know, his buddy John Goodman was taken and it was, yeah, that was, that was, that was what came to mind when I thought use of music that was, that's a deep cut. The best, that's a, definitely unique. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a great answer. That's a really good one. All right. Let's talk about cinematic news. I'm guessing, let me guess. Sam Raimi directing uh, Doctor Strange. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all here for that. <laughs> I'm all here for that. And this is now. Let me just put this out there. Okay. Uh huh. Sam Raimi has not directed a film since 2013. The last movie he directed really? was The Great and Powerful Oz, and that was not a good movie. He no, done, no, no, it wasn't. It was not. I, I, now, yeah. This was also towards the end of when Sam Raimi was sort of like getting out of that whole studio thing that he was in and starting his own kind of like scary studios where he's making movies. Cause he had just made drag me to hell before that. And drag me to hell mm. was wonderful. I loved drag me to hell. So good. Okay. But when he was making big studio films, I, it's almost like the spider, the last two Spider-Man movies seem to have poisoned him. And yeah, maybe he got some jobs he shouldn't have had because I do love the guy. If you go back and watch his old movies, mm-hmm. they're amazing. I love dark man. I love, you know, like all the evil dead stuff. Of course. I mean, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And maybe this could be a return to form. Well, he's done a ton of producing. Yeah. Producing. That's not yeah. directing. I understand that that's not directing, but I'm it is saying. a job. Does it worry you at all? No. Well, and I don't Sam know. Sam Raimi's also the sir- last two Spider-Man movies were what took him down. I would say the last, the, the, the third one. Probably the third Spider-Man one. Spider-Man yeah. 2 was, Spider-Man 2 was amazing. It was amazing, but like he wanted to do more with that, as I recall, and they made him cut it well, back yeah. quite a bit and stuff, and, and, you know, when you are an auteur, if you will, mm-hmm. and like Sam Raimi, he's the kind of guy that's like, my work stands on its own, this is what it does, and he removed himself from those studio films and said, screw you, I'm gonna start, yeah. like, was it Ghost House? Is that his... Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what his. I can't remember. I mean, he's also Bloom got. Is he's it also House got or Ghost House. I can't remember. There's two houses, and they both make horror movies. <laughs> right. Well, it's not Bloom House. That's somebody remember. else. Okay. Well, he started yeah. his own studio to make those kinds of horror movies, or just let younger people make the movies they want to make. So well, like, mm-hmm. he, this does not worry me because he's got he's got two other movies in production. Yeah. And he's also the kind of the kind of director that has the status where he can just do what he wants. Sure. He doesn't have to. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, he can pick and choose his own projects. He may have just been being super selective. Right. Right. And he had the Ash versus Evil Dead TV show going on. Yeah. I just got yeah. this feeling that it was like when they brought in Ron Howard to finish Solo, which honestly, mm-hmm. I think the Ron Howard stuff was the best part of that movie. Well, we don't know which is which. Well, we know it was the whole rest of it because we know when they got fired. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to guess it was the second half. <laughs> well, but Matt, they don't film movies in a linear yeah, fashion. I, you know that, right? I yeah. agree. They don't film it from start to finish. But so. you can detect a serious tonal change in that film. Okay, no question. so the part where uh, he's escaping from... Uh, 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 if I had to guess, I would say... Corellia. I, if I had to guess, and he's in line, yeah, w- with Space Customs, right? 
And the guy asks him, what's your name? And right. he goes, Han. And he says, what's your last name? And he's like, I don't have one. And he's like, Solo. <laughs> no, he says, who are your people? Yeah. And he says, I don't have any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo. Yeah. Is that your boy, Ron Howard? I don't know. Yeah. See, you don't know. I have know. a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling that was the guys that got fired because the movie changed no, drastically and went Phil on from Lord there. Lord and Christopher <laughs> Miller. You think the guys that made the Lego movie and worked on Into the Spider-Verse. So do you think they got fired because they were knocking it out of the park? Yeah, I think they... That Disney was like, this is no, too good. No. It's too good. I, like, you were making the assumption that they were doing a bad job, but Edgar Wright also got fired from Ant-Man. Do you think he was doing a bad yeah. job? No, I mean, they said or they Or do you just think that they, had a, they wanted a different direction? Uh, I mean, apparently they did, and well, they got Ron Howard, and we got the different direction yeah. in the second half of the film. But, so I'm not... Ron Howard was... That's why I bring up the Sam Raimi thing, is because if they bring Sam Raimi into Doctor Strange... It could, it could represent a shift away from that studio style and back to a a an environment where an Edgar Wright could direct a film and something like that. Sure. I mean, because, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know Marvel, like more I think- importantly, if Sam Raimi directs Doctor Strange, who is Bruce Campbell playing? <laughs> yeah, I hope he pops up. Yeah, I, that would be fun. Um, I, I think I think that maybe Marvel was hesitant to take chances or, or they wanted to keep things very similar earlier on, but then they took a chance on Taika Waititi and it was a huge mm-hmm. smash success. But they also let this direct. Yeah. Mo- but that movie is so different in tone than any other Marvel movie. I think the one thing this has going for it is they hadn't begun really doing anything yet when the director left. It was still in pre-production right. more or less. So Raimi can come yeah. in and just direct the film. Yeah. Raimi. Yeah. Well, they're also but, looking uh, for a new screenwriter. So yeah, yeah. Uh, they actually got one. Oh, did they get one? Yeah, yeah. The the showrunner for Loki. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, and again, we're just guessing on how the studio works, but we know we had a great Doctor Strange movie that this director showed I can make a kick ass Doctor Strange movie, and now he's not making the yeah. second one, which is odd. I think that he want. I think we talked about this before. He I think he horror. wanted to do more horror, yeah. and Marvel wanted mm-hmm. to pump the brakes on the horror a little bit, which worries me. Which little, is honestly. which is odd that they would start approaching Sam Raimi. Then. Yeah, the horror guy <laughs> who is like pretty much become yeah. patron saint of indie horror. <laughs> Yeah. The evil dead dude. And so now watch, they're going to lean into the horror hardcore. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we horrible. fired the other guy because he only wanted a little horror and we wanted full on horror. So <laughs> that's, that's, when that's, that's when your girlfriend dumps you because you're too short and then she marries someone five foot. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you're just like, God damn it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's these stinky armpits of mine. Mm. <laughs> JD, it is always good hey, to talk uh, to you, and I appreciate when you call and make hey, us fight. What else? What else you got, JD? You got another thought? Oh, real quick, yeah, real quick. I was listening to you guys on the main show, and uh, Matt, you said something about the new Ant Man comic mm-hmm. that uh, I had a thought, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, a hundred percent. What you said, I agree with, but I, with a different character. <laughs> I feel like everything you said about Ant Man could be applied to Hawkeye. It could, but I, have you read any of this new Hawkeye that's coming out? No, it hasn't hit. It hasn't hit the lake house yet. It's so good. It is but so it's good. The same, it's, it's the same take on the character as it as is, Ant-Man. but they are finding a balance between that, like funny loose Hawkeye. Now, like he is paying directly for that behavior and they're playing on that. And I really like that. Like you being this guy yeah. and screwing around has caused this thing that you did not realize was going to be 
anywhere near the size that it is. That is not the story. I don't know. Okay. That's absolutely what's going on right now. He fucked around with the hood, and the hood is way more powerful than he thought he was. And now the hood yeah, is like. But that's not the main plot. The main plot is Ronan running around and everybody thinking it's Hawkeye. That's also happening. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, we don't want to spoil I mean, anything I for JD. I just. I get really tired of them playing Hawkeye for a clown when, I mean, no one just really pays homage to the fact that this is a guy who's hung with the Avengers. Right. With no powers. But now, you know, you can't be a total chuckle fuck and have that and accomplish that. I, I would. Yeah. And I agree. Like, I like that West Coast Avengers thing they did, but it was more of that. Like, Hawkeye, he's kind of a doofus, you know. Right. And he's yeah. not. He's a total badass. He's a good guy. He has a good sense of humor. He's probably fun to hang around, but he's also a total badass. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that. I'm not saying Scott Lang is a total badass, but I'm saying at some point, (laughs) maybe we should start to respect the guy a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. He just keeps ending up in these situations. There's like, I got another dumb job and like scraping by trying to take care of my you know daughter and I, I be a dad. I don't know what Scott yeah. Lang has done in comics to elevate him to this status that you think he deserves. I mean, he's an, he's an Avenger. Well, sure, lots of people have been Avengers. He was hanging out Gilgamesh with was an Avenger, I, Avenger Matt. Gilgamesh is a god. D-Man was an Avenger, yeah, Matt. D-Man is a joke. <laughs> I, no, I think, I, I think what Matt's saying is that not so much that we need to elevate Scott yeah. to a new status, but give him a different story. Yes. I mean, the idea of him yeah. Let's do not being able to make rent and right. wanting to get with his daughter, that's lab, That's not just like... It's like a, that, a that old character. Parker that's luck we always constantly talk about, where you're like, oh, Spider-Man can never grow up. He's always going to be, oh, just poor Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like, that dumb old Parker luck of mine. Bleep, you know? Or Sooner or later, I'd like to see that, that character story, do something. Find a new way to tell it. Yes, and I would argue that is what's going on with Rosenberg's Hawkeye right now. They found a new way yeah. to tell that Hawkeye story. And when we interviewed Rosenberg, like I, he even said, like, mm-hmm. I like Hawkeye as a guy, but I feel like he's been just one of the dudes for too long, and I want him to be a superhero again. And this new book, he yeah. feels like he's like, okay, making a decision, I got to be a superhero too. You know, I can't just mm-hmm. be doofus guy that I am and stuff, which is really cool. And I yeah, would just like to see that happen that with I Amian. I would like to see that happen with Amian. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm hoping that the Hawkeye I, series on Disney Plus is good. Yeah, I have a feeling it will be. I like the movie. I mean, Hawkeye movie, movie Hawkeye is not very different. The same, yeah. Yes, yeah. he's, he's right, right, right. Like movie they Hawkeye pretty much basically Jeremy Renner Hawkeye without the yeah. serial killer stuff. Jeremy Renner is yeah. a stone badass, like in those movies yeah, for the is. most part. Uh, he got away with murdering a lot of people. <laughs> Well, you know, Avengers. <laughs> five years worth of dead bodies. Well, you know, there was the snap and who knows what happened. I well, mean, like, the people he murdered with a sword did not come back to life. Matt. They were bad people, Joe. Yeah, I'm okay? just saying he's, you know, bad people get murdered with Punisher swords. Now. <laughs> I, I, thought I, I thought I remembered seeing that this TV show is actually going to address him having to come to terms with the facts with what he did as Ronan. That would be good. I would hope so. I mean, that's certainly an interesting story and you can go a lot yeah. of ways with that. I don't know where else it really goes. Like maybe the story is it, like other than the fur- further adventures of Hawkeye. I mean, great. I'd take that. Too. Maybe that's why he's training a, a, a successor. Okay. Maybe yeah. the story is that like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. I went, I went too far. Or they come to him and say, you went too far. Yeah. You can't do this anymore. Well, we but then they're not going to let him, right. they're not going to let him train his own replacement. <laughs> well, if that's the case, they could say you can't be an Avenger, but 
you know who can, and we still want your help. It's just bad for publicity. We can't put you out in the public. You know, with guys like Cap, who is oh, a, cool a saint, they, and you're a murderer. Cool they kept him on. If they kept him on the Avengers as like the Avengers quartermaster. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I could see something like that, maybe. Like we'll see, but I think that would be very interesting for the show. You fucked up when you became Ronan, killed a bunch of people. The Avengers is now a brand in this world, basically. Yeah, but we they, can't. But the rest of the world of does not know what he was doing. Well, maybe it gets leaked. I don't know. We'll I, don't, see. I don't think that's no, going to be the true. story. Everybody knows who I, Peter Parker is. I don't is think now. the Avengers are going to have a hand in any of that. I don't know. We'll see. JD, good to talk to you, brother. I'm going to open these phone lines, okay? All right. Talk to you guys later. Have see a good buddy. weekend. Lock and Key came out yesterday. Did you watch any? I've watched all of it. You watched the whole thing last night? I was night? Up really late. How many episodes are there? 10. And they're, how long are they? Uh, like 45 minutes. So you were up for almost eight hours watching Lock and Key last I watched some <laughs> earlier in the day. Oh, okay. I'm not a maniac. Oh, gee, it sounds like you might be a maniac. <laughs> I watched four episodes after we got home. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? This is Ethan. Good morning, Ethan. That was beautiful. Thank you for wow. sharing your talent. I'm just like a little beautiful bird outside your window and on a hum- Saturday morning. And humble, too. <laughs> Don't forget that. A humble, little, beautiful bird. <laughs> what do you want to wrap about, Ethan? <laughs> beautiful, humble bird you've ever seen. What are we wrapping about today? Um, cu- a couple quick things. So, one, I just got my tickets for Birds of Prey, and I'm surprised that I saw ratings are okay because yeah. I have, like, the lowest expectations going in so i will uh let you guys know how it is i'd really just next week we'll go really full spoilers want this movie to be a thing but i'm sort of where you're at like i don't want this movie to be a thing because and and this just old school you know comic jerk but the birds of prey to me is a fantastic series that starred, you know, Oracle and it's, Black Canary. It's not going to be the comic. <laughs> I, and we, I realize We that. have to go into it understanding that. And I realize that. That's not now, the movie they made. With that said, it's at like 84% it's on Rotten Tomatoes. It's doing pretty well. Uh, the reviews are, are, are doing well. Uh, however, I just saw a headline that said that Birds of Prey is in danger of having the worst DC opening weekend since Jonah Hex. Oh, really? Because like two days ago, they were like, we think it might be the first billion dollar movie of the year, boy. No, <laughs> no. And they were lighting cigars and shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like there's a ton of like buzz where people have like talked about it and been excited about it. I mean, if you <clears> let's, like let's think about that for life. a second. If you are legit excited for this movie, it is because you are legit excited for the way Margot Robbie played Harley Quinn in a legit bad movie <laughs> like yeah. Suicide Squad. And that's why I'm not excited. Like one, like Harley Quinn's not my cup of tea really either. Same but here. also the fact is she, she, I would say is the best part of uh, Suicide Squad, but that right. movie is so atrocious and it's yeah. so connected to her with the Joker. And that is just so it's just, it's, it makes me sick every time I see I know. a photo. And it's got to be because I'm like, wait, oh, fuck. It's got to be really tough for DC as well because <laughs> you've got like a major movie star that is connected to your mythos right now that is great in that role. But unfortunately, 
the movie she came out of was so fucking bad. And no one yeah. likes that Joker. And no one cares. But he's well, damaged. Well, certain people, certain people do, but he's not. Uh, right. Yeah. I, so I don't know. We'll see. I hope it's a good movie. I'm, and, and again, so. I don't like Harley Quinn. I don't think it's impossible to tell a good Harley Quinn story. Right. Yeah, true. But, but do you have to keep using the reference to Joker and the Joker that they're using? Is it him? I'm not saying Jared Leto's yeah. going to be in it. Well, it, I mean, the, like that's the connection. That's the a movie, bad taste in my mouth. But. The movie opens with Harley Quinn blowing up Joker's hideout and walking away. Like yeah. she's it's over. She's severing ties with the yeah. Joker. So now he can hook up with yeah. Punchline, his new sidekick. Look, I don't know. I don't know. Any, I don't know anything about that. That's coming to the comics real quick here. So what? <laughs> like, oh, that's what we need. Another Harley. Great. <laughs> so anyway, I'll let you guys know um, about that. And then the other thing I just wanted to talk about real quick was <clears throat> I'm kind of out of the loop because I didn't finish the, the last show and I don't really know what's going on with that storyline with Wally West. But you guys posted that as a photo and I just heard like a quick synopsis. If that's true that <laughs> Wally West is getting the powers of Dr. Manhattan, it really fucking pisses me well, off. Not just the powers of Dr. Manhattan, baby. He's getting Metron's chair, too. Yeah, what? the Mobius chair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's that, happening. It's all happening. I, that doesn't irritate me as much. It's just like, it's the whole reason why people were upset of of doing anything with Watchmen again. But I was kind of okay with, I was like, fine. I'm like, just do it for this, for this, uh, doomsday clock thing and let that be but now that they crack that egg mm-hmm. they're never gonna stop see that's the and thing they're just gonna like bastardize it and it makes me really irritated we were all mad we all talked smack about doomsday we we all made fun of how long it took to come out and then we binge read the last four issues and went oh my god they nailed it what a great ending holy shit that was excellent now that's dc's chance to be like and we'll let it go. There you go. Goodbye. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, Watchmen Universe. What a great story we wrote there. They're like, you know what? We're not done. Yeah. Get Scott Lobdell in here. Like Get him in here. Control <laughs> that they held back over all the years. Because, I, because we can all agree like Scott Lobdell is the, the new Alan Moore. I mean, without question. Equal footing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, Ethan, I think you're right. I think that, like, they, 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 they held on as long as they could, and then they were like, well, what if we do, like, a prequel? What if we do some prequels? What, yeah. do, they, what do you think? What do you guys think about some prequels? And the prequels weren't bad. Yeah, most of them were bad. I like uh, a few of them, as Yeah, I there recall. were a couple that were okay. Yeah. Um, most Two of them were, were bad. Yeah, the Darwin Cook one was probably Darwin good. Darwin Cook one was great. Um, yeah, and then once that was a thing, all bets were off. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yep, Watchmen, we're doing it. Um, yeah, I don't need it. I, I don't want it. Stupid. It's stupid. It's just stupid. Well, and uh, to talk about Doomsday Clock real quick too, like I do really like the ending, and I think that that last part was great. But that first, that first half is almost completely um, pointless. It has, it doesn't even really tie in where it was pertinent. And so, like you can say, Doomsday Clock was great for what they were trying to do for the reset, but the fact of how long it took, and then that the yeah. first half was, yeah really like Batman really didn't have anything to do with anything. Well, we didn't need 12 uh, issues. Certainly the doomsday clock could have been told in six. It really could have. Yeah. Yeah. 
But so, I mean, anyway, I just wanted to to vent my frustration of like I don't know what's going on with that, but what I hear about it makes me really unhappy because I don't want to know what's going on. With it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've been abused DC spouses for a long time, and after a while, you just realize you deserve the beatings. So. This is what yeah, we well, get. That's true. We it's had our, it coming. It's our fault. We had it coming, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible way. To, what a dark way to end this call. But thank you so much. It's always good to talk to you, brother. <laughs> All right. Have All a good right. weekend, guys. Thanks, you Ethan. Too. You too. Uh, Do you know how sad he was in the end? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <sighs> uh, Jimmy Randall has an anti-answer to the question I of the week. I saw that. The Justice League movie, Superman has been returned to life. The heroes gather to welcome him back, and bam, he snaps and attacks. And as he takes a swing at the Flash, the theme swells from the Richard Donner Superman. Uh, yeah, movie. because that's what. Old but it's in like a dark minor key. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Fuck off. Thank you for calling TH and cover to cover. Caller, who this? Hey, guys, it's Frank. What up, Frank? Frankie, how are you, brother? How are you doing? Hey. All right. Oh, now hey. I got to do this. Now I got to do this Italian thing every time I call. Yeah, every damn No, you don't, Frank. Every damn time. You're Franklin. your own man, Frank. You don't have to, you don't have to <laughs> cater to his Dance, wings. Franklin, dance. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to rap about today? You think I'm fucking funny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to come on a show and be funny for you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh... <laughs> Hey, I wanted to answer the question of the week, which was, uh, you know, what music is, uh, you know, what music makes you, you know, think of stuff. And, uh, you know, after watching the last episode of Picard, I'm I'm definitely saying. Oh, shit, dude. Original music. Yeah. From Star Trek, the motion picture. Yeah. Always. You hear it and it's like, oh, man. Yes. I was going to say Superman because you said don't say Superman. But I was like, yeah, you know what? But I mean, that's the most obvious answer. But that start that that. For that motion picture music that yeah. was like I, like I never I never oh, expected sorry. it I never expected it in the newer in the new shows because they always just like hint at it yeah yeah like in uh, yeah, the end yeah. of the the end yeah. of the discovery theme is just like the last or the first few bars of the original uh series soundtrack or uh, theme and then the uh Picard theme has a couple of bars of the next generation theme at right. the end mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. at the end of this week's episode yeah look spoilers sorry for Picard uh when he says engage and the theme plays, I fucking yeah. wept. Oh, I went head first <laughs> off my amazing. couch and I hit my forehead on the ground. Oh, <laughs> man. I was just like, you got it. You got me, you bastards. But that start, I, oh, that God, initial, was, the, the old Star Trek theme, if you were to line up six hours of all of those slow crawls to the starship that they do in all the goddamn movies. <laughs> right. Where it's just like Star Trek two is probably the biggest offender. Cause I think that scene is 20 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> no. I think, yeah, I think it's no, Star Trek one picture. Yeah. Star Trek, the motion picture. It it's like a, I th- it's yeah. like that a 12 minute approach. That's when Scotty and yeah. uh, captain Kirk are yeah, on the they're shuttle, on the shuttle. Yeah. and they just yeah. keep like cutting to them and they look at each other and smile. Yeah, Cause <laughs> I, I did a rewatch of all of the original movies I and so I much. timed it. I was like, this is 12 minutes. I don't long. care. I love it oh, yeah. so it's, much. It's long, but I love it though. It's oh. like it's the beauty shot. And yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. it's starship porn, man. You know? I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I I really loved. I you know I'm 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 locking myself in the bathroom right now because my children keep following me around. <laughs> <laughs> That's like an ongoing theme with your calls, Frank. It's a weird relationship you have yeah, with us, but I kind of like it. <laughs> They, they they think it's funny because they're like, oh, I want to hear myself screaming on the on on, on the podcast. I'm like, ah. So 
No, so I'm I'm absolutely loving Picard. I think it's amazing. I am I'm I'm excited for where it's going. I have ideas. I don't want to say anything yet. I want to maybe maybe get halfway through or something, and then and then I'll call up with my my predictions. But um, yeah, it's fantastic. And the music for it is when they when they played that theme, I was like, oh yes. You know, I'm like I felt yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. in that one picture where he's like, you know, the one the one they make a meme out of all the time. Uh, yeah. Yes. We're just like uh, you. You know the one. Yes. You know the one. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, that's, that's how it felt. That's how it felt. The composer <laughs> of the great. original theme from Star Trek is named Alexander mm. Courage. Oh really? Yes. That's a trivia fact. Yeah. The movie one or like the, the original OG no, Star TV Trek show. theme? Oh, the TV show. Mm-hmm. The the one with the yep. bongos. Okay. You know, those didn't come in until second season. If you watch that, and that's at the end credits. They put it on the end credits. Oh, we're not talking about the... So, no, sorry. No, that one. It's that one, the original. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. No, that's the one. Yeah, Alexander Courage is the... The composer. There yeah, is he's the composer. Thank you. Thank you very much. There is audio of um, me somewhere, and I don't know if it's on the internet or not, but we were in the studio recording uh, a record for a band I was in called the 89 Cubs, and for some reason we found, like, a Star Trek theme track that mm-hmm. didn't have the singing and i was in the studio in the vocal box and i did the whole thing but i was like <laughs> screaming through like <laughs> it was so amazing oh, and i wish i could find it. So <laughs> and like i couldn't hit someone else you're just like <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> i'm really sorry for all you listening at home Actually, you might be able to get away with that because you're the one who recorded over it. But I don't know if you remember, there's a, um, you remember the show Louis? Yeah. Louis C.K.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they played the Louis theme. The, the music was that song, Louis, Louis, Louis. Yeah. You know, yeah. that from the 70s. Well, they couldn't get the rights to that song. So what they did was they hired the guy who sang the song yes. and had re record it. Yeah. Uh, and then so they were like, come at me, bro. <laughs> kind of interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I, I mean, you might be able to play it. You who know, knows? You, you sang it. I don't know. It's I, true. I don't know. Come at me, Roddenberry. You I know, fucking dare you. <laughs> I'll oh, kick your dead ass. Hey, what do you I, think of that? <laughs> Frank, good to talk to you, man. Well, guys, good talking to you. All right. Have a great weekend, buddy. Don't smack those kids around. God, don't let them mess with you. Hey, right? show them who's boss. Okay. Get out of here. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Take it easy, guys. Uh, we should think about winding down because it is 1140. We've got voicemails and we got a movie to get to. We, got, we, got, we don't have to one. We're fine. We're five minutes away from the theater. Get out of here. You idiot. We'll get out of here. <laughs> this is the bomb factor, folks. Thank you for calling THM. Live and in full effect. The bomb caller. factor. We have an international caller. Oh, Who do is? Hey, go- gentlemen. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. It's Jimmy, it's Jimmy, Jimmy Randall. From- Hello. <laughs> How are we doing down there? You're not on fire or or anything, are you? you? Were you affected by any of that? Uh, at the moment, it's pissing down with rain. So, okay, no, well, I wasn't affected by the fires. Good. It was a bit, bit smoky here, but we're on the verge of a flood now, which is great. Oh, good Lord. So, yeah. What did you guys do to piss somebody uh, off? That's what I want to know. There's like a, the whole country like know, man. made a gypsy mad or something. I don't know what happened. It's like a drag me to hell type thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. Good Lord. Uh, she'll be right. Well, I'm glad you're okay. It's good to hear from so, you. What do you want to rap about? Oh, thank you. Uh, I want to tell you about the coolest thing in the world that I just saw tonight. Okay. 
I went to a Star Wars themed burlesque show with my wife and some friends. A, it was called The Empire Strips Back. A Star Wars themed uh, burlesque. We saw a full frontal um, nude Emperor Palpatine swinging on a Death Star okay. to the tune of Wrecking Ball. Male or female? <laughs> it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Male or female? Uh, it was male. Okay, cool. Male. Good. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> I don't want to, yeah, he was wearing a body stocking and his uh, testicles were around his uh, ankles. It was very, very good. Interesting. Okay. So, is this like an yeah, Australian company or is this a traveling tonight. company that does this? It's an Australian traveling I don't know that company. there are any internationally touring burlesque troops. There absolutely is. Internationally no. touring? <laughs> absolutely. Okay. No question. All There's right. some really okay. big famous ones. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, like Dita yeah, Von Tess owns like and... a whole traveling thing. Okay. Hmm. It's a thing. Yeah. Burlesque. Lots of drinks People were had. It. So if you ever get a chance, go and see it. Okay. Okay. Lots of drinks You'll were had. I, yeah. to make it rain over Princess Leia. <laughs> it was very classy. Like, it wasn't pornographic. No, it's it burlesque. It's not like a porn wonderful. show. It's like... Yeah, it's, you know, I've seen naughty. the movie. I've ah. seen the Christina Aguilera movie. I know all about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Mm. It was back when she was ex-Dina, right? I don't know if it was that long ago. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Stanley Tucci yeah. was in it. I hope Stanley Tucci. Tucci wasn't around yeah. for the ex-Tina years. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I never saw it. I don't watch those sorts of movies, I'm afraid. Cher, Cher was in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm definitely going to watch it then. Cher. There you go. Okay. That's great. There you go. Yeah. Jimmy, um, thank you for sharing your mm. weird perversion with us. That's awesome. I love it. Did the whole oh, family no go? Worries. Anytime, guys. <laughs> Spread the love. His wife, he and his wife and right. some friends. Well, get some sleep. It's like four yeah. in the morning, dude. Yeah. No, I've got a new puppy, so I'm up entertaining him. I know. They're so vibe. cute. So See, that, yeah. you got to shake them during the day puppy. so they get tired at night, you know? And whenever they fall asleep during the day, pick them up yeah. and shake them again. And be like, no, 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 no. Wake up, you little son of a bitch. That's what I do. By, Bobo. The, by the scruff of the neck. Wow. Yeah. 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 Bobo falls asleep, <laughs> burn him with a cigarette. He wakes right up. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jimmy, good to talk to you, man. We will talk to you soon, okay? All right. Love you guys. Love you too, you brother. Too, buddy. Take it easy. See ya. Yeah. It's weird when he's not farting, right? Yeah. It's, you know, he's like Shorzy. Every he's time too he tired. Falls. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't. Fuck it, you. Give it, your balls a tug. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jonesy, you fat fucking puggo. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not going to sit here and do letter Kenny all the time. <laughs> all right. I'm going to leave the, vo I'm gonna leave the uh, voice. Yeah, like it's Open gonna door. take let's me. It's gonna take me let's a long this. time to get into the theater. So let's get to it. Yeah, here we go. February sixth. Let's see what we got here. I don't even know who this is. This might be a new caller. Even let's see. I should cue these up while we're talking to people. It'd be a little more professional, right? Yeah, it would. This is dead air. Right now, it's dead just air. Really showing hey, your ass. Hey, Joe and Matt. Uh, I'm calling in for the question of the week. Uh, best cue music in movies. And uh, I think the best one that I could think of is uh, Freebird in The Devil's Rejects, uh, which always gives me chills every time I watch it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you got to tell us your name. I don't know who that was. Was that the, oh, uh, oh, I can unstar these older voicemails. I have no idea who that was. Yeah, he did not introduce himself. No, tell us your damn name. Um, uh, I wish I could say that I was a fan of those movies. For some reason, like, 
I have this weird respect for Rob Zombie, and I don't know what it is because I don't care about his music. His comics are terrible, and I don't like his movies. That said, I got to cook for the man one night when I was working at the Magnolia Hotel, and I got all starstruck when they let me serve him his food. And I was, and he was like, hey, thanks, dude. And I was like, yeah, right on, Rob Zombie. And this woman's not your wife, but whatever, you know? And then you're on tour. <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Hey, guys, Anthony in Connecticut. Anthony, Anthony, hi. Connecticut, how are we? All right, we're good, we're good. Can what you we, hear me okay? We can hear you great. You actually sound amazing. What do you want to rap about? All right, so I have some quick answers to your question. Let's do it. Um, uh, did anybody watch The Leftovers? Yes. No. Yes, okay, I, now, so, I didn't finish The Leftovers, but I do like it, and it's one of the things I keep wanting to watch the final season because I didn't. Stupid. Okay, so I'm not going to go over the premise, but in season two, uh, the main characters, Kevin and Nora, they're living in Texas. Kevin's got some crazy shit going on. Right. There's an earthquake. There's the episode where the earthquake happens. Kevin disappears. Nora's going crazy. Kevin shows up at the end of that day and he walks into this creepy song. And you're listening to it and you go, this sounds familiar. And then you finally realize that it's, you're the one, it's a cover of you're the one that I want. From oh, Greece. <laughs> yes. A creepy version of that. And it just, it fit that moment perfectly. Yeah. It's like a really low breathy version of it. I can't remember yeah, who did yeah. that. Oh man. Give me, Give me two hours oh, I and I'll yell the name out. But I, like, I've heard of that cover and I, yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. And it was a great scene. That was a great show. I got to finish that. Yeah, it was, it was great. I've got to finish um, that. I, I want to give another uh, backup one, which was the Umbrella Academy, uh, maybe episode three. It was the chase and the fight through the house, through the mansion with Hazel and Cha-Cha. Yeah. Which was set to Nina Simone's Sinner Man. Yeah. Oh, yes. God, that was good. That whole show, though, had fantastic music. The soundtrack was just incredible. Uh, Lo Fang uh, are, is the... Okay. They did that cover. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm going to give one more. I'm going to give one more. One Old more. Umbrella Academy. Do it. Final episode. Final episode. End credits. Last scene was Gerard Way's cover of the Bangles' Hazy Shade of Winter. Uh-huh. All right. Nice. I'll give it to you. I don't give a crap about Gerard Way when he's playing music, but I do love the way the guy writes comics. <laughs> and it did work I'm in great. that final scene. It totally worked in that final scene. And that's, uh, so those are my answers. And I just have one quick, uh, anybody, are, I'm not listening. Is anybody talking about lock and key? Yeah. Uh, we Joe haven't, uh, known, nobody has brought it up. I have no watched spoilers. the entire season. No spoilers yet, but please give us your initial. Well, there impression. are these keys. I see. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, I just watched episode uh, one and two and I love the books and I'm a little disappointed. Really? Is anybody, is anybody dis- Joe, Joe. You disappointed? Nobody has, uh, nobody has called in to talk about it. Um, I loved it. But it's definitely different. Um, I mean, bear in mind, I've also seen it all the way through. So I have a different perspective. Um, The tone is different. I would say it's more it's more fantastical, more fantasy than horror, which I can understand why some people might not like. Um, Yeah. I I don't like that. Well, not fantasy, fantasy, but it's. 
I just don't want to describe it too much. Like it felt yeah, like lock and key to me still. Like it, it's, there was a I, lot of stuff that was very true to the comic. Okay. Uh, I thought that the characters were pretty dead on. Um, I, I guess I should say I'm not, I'm not, I, it's not bad. And I'm going to, I should also reserve a little judgment. I'm going to keep watching. Just, it didn't hit me the way, let's say, Watchmen hit me. Gotcha. That's fair. Fair enough. That's so totally fair. It was a little initial shock when you got in the water. It was a little colder than you thought. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Um, fair enough. Uh, I, the woman that plays Dodge, uh, who is the woman from the well, mm-hmm. uh, is incredible. She's phenomenal. Okay. On the show. I'm going to start it probably um, tonight. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed it when all was said and done and it really, really made me want to, uh, revisit the comics, which is something, which is a compliment. Uh, when, uh, when a, a comic book property makes me want to go back to the comics again, yeah, that like kind of refuels my love of, of that story. I'm like, yeah, you get good job. Yeah. That means they did it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm going to start it soon. We'll see, but I totally hear what you're saying. Totally hear what you're saying. And thank you very much for your call. Are you a first time? caller? Oh yeah. Anything from Connecticut? I am not a first time caller, but okay. thank you. I didn't recognize your voice. Hey, for, welcome aboard anyway. Yeah, Anthony. screw it. Welcome, welcome aboard. aboard anyway, <laughs> All right, brother. You have All a right. good one. Okay. Thanks. Guys. See you, bud. Take it easy. All right. Turn off the phone line. Okay. Let's get Patrick going here. Hey, President Aquaman Superfan, Patrick. Sounds uh, can't, yeah. uh, really? be there for the show today, but figured I should probably trying to cut it off. <laughs> answer the question of the week. It was my question, uh, so that means that's all what right, I'm right, right, I mean. Right. Don't hurt yourself, Again. Patrick. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going nuts here. Sorry. Huh. There we go. Sorry. Like uh, like a normal listener or something. I don't know. Oh, he's mad about leaving a voice. Anyway, uh, my answer to this is from a video game. Um, it is the intro song, um, and the game is it's a good game. It's not the best game. It's fine. Uh, but the theme song was so perfectly placed that every time I hear it on the radio, I just can't help but think about not only the game and the intro, um, but like the animation to the intro and how it was all done was just perfect. Um, that is Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Cage Elephant. I knew it. Uh, Borderlands. Borderlands. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, that is a great The way intro. that it just introduced the characters, the slide guitar added to the Western theme, the content of the song, it, there, there's just, there is no better. It, it's almost like that game was written for that song, not that the song was put to that game. That is an um, excellent, excellent. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's that was what stuck in my head and made me think of that that question. Um, that is uh, that is my answer. Um, and I, I, I figure, uh, this is too long. You cut me off. I don't really care. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cut him off cause it I, goes on for a while. <laughs> He's just talking about it, but yes, that intro kicks ass. Um, I forgot about that. That's a really good one. Uh, yeah. Quality answer. Um, Borderlands one and Borderlands two, both excellent intros, Yeah, but Borderlands one is definitely, yeah. Burned into my brain. That's a good one. BS the three, take it away. Nerds. This is BS3. How's it going? Today is National Pro Wrestling Day. Happy National Pro Wrestling Day to you. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, I was calling in with an answer to the question of the week, but, uh, you know, I've always got wrestling on the mind. My answer to the question of the week is two words. Ninja rap. That's right. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. (laughs) If you pretend like it wasn't awesome when you were at the theater and suddenly the turtles 
were kicking shell while vanilla ice wrapped over it, you are a liar. You thought it was awesome. It's true. Because we all did. It's true. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I saw it at the theater. There was nobody else there except for me, my brother, and my mom. And they actually didn't start airing it because they thought the theater was empty. <laughs> Maybe you'll we'll go with the blade theme, whatever the techno sounds are, where he goes, wow, 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 and suddenly he starts kicking and using his swords and stuff. Maybe that's what you like. But I have a feeling that uh, um, there are a lot of cheese answers that people will not admit to having liked when they were kids. Right, that's all. Be well. Happy Pro Wrestling Day. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That Blade soundtrack to Blade 2 is kick ass. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm it's not totally kick ass. Like, I'm not the sort of person that, like, puts on techno music or EDM or whatever. No, but like when it's you, I'm chilling out. But yeah, yeah, like I I think that the blade blade one and blade two have amazing music. Oh yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. First scene in blade one where he shows up at the bloodbath. Yeah. And it's like that. ah, I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) Yeah. And you need that music, you know, that's perfect for it. Uh, Nobody called in to say that their favorite musical moment in a comic book movie was when Macy Gray showed up in Spider-Man. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Macy Gray. <laughs> I wonder why. I, I remember who I can't remember who it was, but we were working at Krypton at that time, and they came in and they're like, "Yeah, it's so Spider Man too. I really liked it." And I thought the X Men tie in was really neat. And I was like, "The what?" <laughs> and he's like, "There's that scene where they're like at the big thing outdoors, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh somebody Gray. Like they're oh, obviously related as Spider Man one, but yeah. and I was like." No, uh, Macy Gray's a real person. <laughs> and that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I, who was it? I can't remember. There's another podcast that talk about movies, but they like did a whole thing about when you bring a real person into a movie. Yeah. How it just immediately takes them out of it. Like, I, sure. I just, even a comedy, even like a funny comedy, and all of a sudden it's like Rob Lowe playing Rob Lowe. You know, like, no, <laughs> don't do that. That sucks. I don't need it. You know, <sighs> just make up a character that is supposed to be like him. And so, because we're in a fantasy world, damn it. Unless it's a biopic, I get that, you know, whatever. I want to say a spoiler to the good place finale so bad, but I will not. Okay. I mean, it's because a, it's, it, it, it's it is the over. exception to your rule. It's not long over. It's a, been a week. Oh, it has been. Yeah. It uh, was just last Thursday. I quit watching the good place. What? Why? Hey, it was fine. It was fine. That was cute. I mean, I get why like cutie pies like you think it's cute and funny. You. <laughs> I've never been more angry at you. I don't dislike it. I just, I'm like, eh, what's your answer to the question? Fine with it. So, Mine, there was like a ton of things that came to mind for like tough guy moments and shit like that and like really moving moments. But there's one scene that I always return to and it's a Tim Burton film. It's the end of Mars Attacks where the whole time, speaking of a person playing themselself in a movie, Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Tom Jones, but they were in Vegas and Tom Jones had a sure. show there and he's running around with like, I can't remember the professional boxer that's there. I can't remember who it is. And like these two women and they're running like through uh, Vegas the whole yeah, time. It's a football player, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember now. I can't remember if it was a football player or a boxer, but not important. So the very end, we've used the music of Slim Whitman to destroy the aliens are driving around that huge truck blaring Slim Whitman and the aliens heads are exploding inside their helmets. It's absolutely wonderful. That's not the moment. They start to like come out. They realize we're free. We're, we're all safe. Jim Brown, Jim Brown, big Jim Brown. 
And they're like, we're free. We did it. We beat the Martians. And like slowly you hear this like music start to play in the background. These horns come up and it's the beginning of it. It's not unusual. And Tom Jones walks out of the cave and he's like brushes the dust off his jacket and starts to dance a little bit because of course he can hear the music. Yeah, right. And he like, he doesn't start singing. It's just the music's coming up and a cartoon bird lands on his shoulder (laughs) and he turns and looks at it and goes, yeah. (laughs) And the movie just ends. (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> it was so wonderful and it just like knocked me out of my seat wonderful and i can't it's like the perfect timing because he's just about to start singing but he doesn't and then the movie just ends yeah like, oh my god ah <laughs> oh, man i haven't seen that Such movie a wonderful scene <laughs> i haven't seen that movie since the first time i saw it in the theater i need to see it again uh, so i have two answers because patrick was uh intending for it to be Actual licensed music, not right. not uh, pieces of the score. Yeah. So like no Superman theme, you know. Sure. Um, and so I have an answer for that. Uh, and uh, I just so happened to have rewatched the first two Kingsman movies. Yeah. Great. Uh, Fantastic. The second one's not as great. I still love it. I still enjoy I it. I still love it. Uh, both of those movies have excellent uh, uh, scenes explicitly tied to specific songs. Right. Uh, both are like extremely violent as well yeah <laughs> i think uh, i know where you're going so here. the 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 second uh, the second movie uh i believe it's the final battle where uh you know the the final villain has been revealed the traitor and all that i'm not gonna spoil it um but uh it's the last big fight and it's set to this like bluegrassy banjo cover of word up by cameo oh yeah 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 and it's so great <laughs> yeah um but the and then the first one where uh the he tests the signal and the church the people in the church go crazy oh my god uh set to Freebird. yeah uh, uh maybe a, it might also be a cover version of Freebird. i don't know it's the actual version um but my actual answer for that is <laughs> is in the finale of the first kingsman uh where uh eggsy and merlin are like they're totally fucked uh, they're pinned down by dozens of armed guards. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's about to fire off his doomsday weapon. And uh, there's no hope, except they remember that they can hack the security implants. Right. In everybody's brains. <laughs> and uh, uh, as the heads start to explode, pomp and circumstance yeah, plays. Totally. And like every downbeat there's an ex- uh, somebody's head pops in like this most glorious technicolor fireworks display <laughs> yeah. and like it's super just, like, slow motion bum, like, bum, 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 boom 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 <laughs> boom uh and it is yeah. so so wonderful yeah. to watch it's end of die hard good yeah like, yeah exactly like oh the joy like yeah, yeah hey, right. just oh my god uh <laughs> i love it so much i love it so much but uh as much as i do love the superman theme Lately, the piece of music that I can't shake from my head is the uh, it's called Portals. And it's that's the name of the track on the soundtrack to Avengers Endgame. And that's the song that plays in the climactic battle where it's like, oh, okay, gotcha. Everyone's down. Yeah. Thanos's army has finally teleported in from deep space or whatever. Right. Cap is standing alone in a field with his broken shield and it goes totally quiet. And then there's this very faint crackle, and it's like, Cap, Cap, Sam, can you hear me? Can you read me? And the portals start to open, and it's this, like, 
it's sort of uh, uh, it's notes from the main Avengers theme. Yeah. Um, set to this, uh, there's this like very lilting. You cannot breathe uh, into the microphone. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, there's this very slow and lilting like rise to the music as more and more characters come out of the portals. And by the time it's done. And everyone's out of the portal. It's like dun dun yeah. dun 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 dun, there. dun 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 yeah. dun 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 dun. And then, and then it, sorry, it's not. Joe's crying. No, I'm, my sinuses are freaking out. I can't out. believe it's making you cry. <laughs> uh, and then uh, it comes to a huge the, the peak of the swell, and then it stops dead. And Cap says, "Assemble!" And then it's the main Avengers theme. Yeah, and they're chart. I do cry every time oh, I hear. Oh yeah, 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 it kills me. Uh, but that scene just yeah. And that is me. and. It's such a perfect use yeah. of the score in Cap, that like, moment. Looks right in the camera, and he's like, "Bitch, time to get my groove on." And then the <laughs> bass drops, you right? Know? Yeah, and we yeah. Get, like, and we get the like dub version of the event. Yeah, thing. right. Oh, so cool. Uh, yeah, Frank Cirillo well, brought up, and I totally forgot immigrant song in Thor Ragnarok. Oh shit! Yes, holy shit! Absolutely. Yeah, that's perfect. Just a wonderful scene. Uh, the only thing that disappoints me about that uh, is that they used it twice. They used it in the beginning of the movie too. Yeah, he's fighting out when he's fighting the fire demons. They did, but it was to show like two different I get things, it, and I, I like that. I, I like the way that they pair it. Yeah, it's really good. It but really um, good. yeah, man, holy shit, that portal scene—it wrecks me. Yeah, and it's incredible. It's ninety-nine percent because of the music. Incredible. Uh, final thought: the cover that they did of Life on Mars in the end of the Watchmen episode where we first finally realize what's going on with Dr. Manhattan when she like stabs her boyfriend and then we see the blue and she yeah, lifts up right, the yeah. thing and that like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> like that really low synthy version, the cover of life on Mars comes up and it's super quiet and it just plays super quietly. I like sat there staring at the credits hbo in general Just like oh yeah. my god hbo like, in general is trent so amazing Re trent reznor man um, that dude him and atticus finch together they are um, incredible absolutely incredible who does the music for westworld where like they that, did they do a really good job on they that, did all yeah. of those like i don't know who it is player player piano cover versions of modern rock songs yeah and they're amazing they're awesome and they're like super haunting yes and like, they're so haunting ugh. and every time i'm like what is this what is this god damn it i know this. yeah yeah <laughs> ah yeah i love it i'm so excited for westworld to come back you know who doesn't give a shit my soulless wife she's like um, don't care i have not don't want to follow it don't feel like doing homework to watch a tv show <laughs> i will grant i will grant her this i have not watched season two yet because uh, it just I, it felt like i needed to pay so much attention to it it's so good so i will sit down and watch it so because good. i loved season one very uh, very much yeah um well you don't know shit yeah no i know <laughs> i know um i know that fucking jesse pinkman shows up or Oof. uh well just you wait what's his name logan aaron uh it doesn't matter Logan the guy Aaron from Breaking. Paul? No, it's not Logan or Aaron Paul. Well, maybe it's Aaron Paul. I don't know. Uh, Aaron Paul? No, he's not in it. What are you talking about? Yeah, the guy from Breaking Bad. In Westworld? Yes, he's in the trailer. It's Aaron Paul. Um, he was in the very first trailer for the Westworld season three. Oh, season three. Okay. I was like, he's not in season two. No, not in season two. two. No, no, he's, co he's coming. He's okay. coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I thought you were conv confusing him with the guy that plays in McPoyle from uh, <laughs> <laughs> lost his eye and they gave him the weird <laughs> with the fake eyelash <laughs> oh, uh, all right we gotta get out of here yeah, we're we just do. screaming about shit right now um i think we cut 
Zach Hollowell off, but you know what? Sorry, Zach. Should have called earlier. He didn't leave a voicemail, so yeah, eat so there shit. You go. All right. Eat shit, friend. We had a lot of fun this week. That was great. Uh, we talked about a bunch of cool music. We forgot to mention Papa Roach's Last Resort at the end of Jet Li's The One. I will never give Papa Roach any credit uh, for anything. Sorry. <laughs> I do love Jet Li. I do like that movie. Cut my life into pieces, Matt. Was that Papa Roach? This is my last resort. Is that him? Are you sure? I don't think that was him. I thought that was somebody else. No, I'm thinking of Trap It, that other band. God, those bands. Ugh. Ugh. Barf. Yeah, anyway. Papa Roach, last resort. Okay. Cut my life into pieces. Fair enough. I've reached my last resort. Before we get out of here, we need a new question of the week. Yeah, I have one. What do we got? Who's it from? It's from you. It's from me. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do that one. Yeah. I love it. This week's question was submitted by Matt Baum. And this came from a Twitter thing that I did. I was yep. It's in honor of the viral fame that Matt gained from his worst X-Men Twitter thread. Where we had like, we had professionals chiming in. <laughs> they were like, I hated writing that character. <laughs> the question is, who is your least favorite Avenger? I love it. And we need reasons why. You can't just be like, go hate him. He sucks. She's the worst. No, I want reasons. Why do you hate that character? Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's hate on some Avengers. It'll be fun. And we haven't had just like a straight up good comic book question for a while. So this is good. It's true. Now uh, you are here next Saturday? Yeah. Okay. We'll be here next Saturday. It's the week not, after that. And I'm, you're not leaving until. I'm going to be in Puerto Rico. I'm leaving that Sunday. Well, so. next Saturday is the 15th and mm -hmm. you're leaving on the 16th. Correct. So you'll have the show done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This show, I don't even edit it, man. I just pff, fart it out and we're done. It's great. We barely care about this show. Remember? Yeah, that's true. This is the easy one. <laughs> I've, already, I've already checked out. Like you asked me a question and I was like, what? So you can join us next Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon Central Standard Time on Facebook Live. Give us a watch. Please call us at 402-819-4894. Leave us a voicemail if you can't be here live. We love your voicemails. And I'd love to get some instant reactions for Birds of Prey. Let's talk I'm about sorry. It. We've already moved past it, but for on two or three occasions, the camera went crazy because fault. Bobo is under the table. Yeah. He's walking by. He's really good at catching his tail on cords. He yeah. loves it. It's uh, how yeah. he expresses his power. It's very good. It's a little bastard. All right, well, let's go. We got to get out of here. Uh, we're going to go see a movie and uh, we'll tell you guys about it next week. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us. And I'm going to give Joe Patrick his phone back now. So I hope it's still got power. This is the two-headed nerd signing off. <laughs>